The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Magnificent Football Monday, Nick, Ken, and you here on the BetQL Network, which now includes our friends at Stadium, simulcasting us weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Great to be on WatchStadium.com, YouTube TV, Roku, Amazon, Fubo, Samsung TV+, Tubi, and more. So we'll be on stadium for the next two hours, but Ken and I are on for the next three hours here on this magnificent football Monday. We will get back to our handicap of week seven in the NFL. We covered Thursday night football at the Saints and the Jaguars to end our number one. If you missed it and you want to check it out, you can find it in podcast form. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcasts. We'll get to Sunday's games. We'll start with the the Raiders and Bears in Chicago. Just a ridiculous game with quarterback news on both sides. We'll try. We'll hit as many games as we can for Week 7 in the NFL today on the show. We'll also be joined next hour by the Whale Capper, our friend Drew Densick, stopping by to give us his favorite looks for Week 7 in the NFL and his bets for Monday Night Football coming up tonight. Day 1 of Lock misses on the way. Santa Locky, a.k.a. Ken Barkley, is here to tell you how to bet national championship right now in college football. Is Washington worth a look after beating Oregon this past weekend? Uh, Santa will have the answer to that question and more. And in the power hour, final hour of the show, we'll give you all our bets for tonight. So that'll be bets of steel in the National Hockey League. That'll be game one of the NLCS with the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. And just to answer everyone's question, we bet the Rangers in game two of the ALCS coming up in about 40 minutes against the, the Houston Astros. And side total and props as week six in the NFL wraps up tonight in the City of Angels. Monday Night Football with the Chargers and the Cowboys. But now we get back to our handicap of week seven in the NFL with the Raiders and the Bears in Chicago. Uh, so let's see what the point spread is right now at BetMGM. Okay, so we're at a juice three for the road team, the Las Vegas Raiders, who, by the yeah. way, at following back-to-back wins against the Packers and the Patriots, the Josh McDaniels-led Las Vegas Raiders are three and three. I'm not insinuating they're going to the playoffs. I'm just Hashtag stating playoffs. the facts. No, 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 not hashtag playoffs. Mm. But uh, but the but the Ra- but the Raiders, for what it's worth, are three and three, and there are juice three coming up on Sunday on the road at the Chicago Bears. So uh, Raiders three minus fifteen. The total in the game is thirty-seven and a half. Um, I referenced that we had quarterback news on both sides here in this game, and the Justin Fields news has been coming down like throughout the day, like little trickles of information. At first, it was dislocated thumb, and it's going to be like a pain tolerance thing. It looks like Justin Fields has avoided surgery, so won't be out for like a really extended period of time. But Matt Eberflus, Bears head coach, used the word doubtful 
to describe Justin Fields and him playing this Sunday at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. Bears, of course, of course coming off the loss yesterday to Minnesota. Fields gets hurt. The, uh, the Division II quarterback, Tyson Pagent, comes in, loses a fumble. Jordan Hicks runs it back for a touchdown, the deciding play in the Vikings' 19-13 win at Soldier Field over the Bears. So it looks like Chicago will be starting Tyson Pagent coming up on Sunday, barring like them. I don't even know. Peter, I don't know who it would be. But Pagent looks like he'll be the starting quarterback for the Bears with Fields doubtful. And for the Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo went to the hospital yesterday with the back injury sustained in the team's eventual win over the New England Patriots. Um, Raiders head coach Josh McDaniel saying, quote, too early to conclude anything about Garoppolo's status coming up for Sunday. I don't know. I think we all kind of know his injury history here. He's not confirmed out. And I think all this information is what we've got right now. My best guess is he doesn't play. And then it would be like Brian Hoyer or uh, AOC, the squad, um, starting for the for the Raiders at the Bears. So kind of a difficult game to try and figure out, obviously, Ken, with quarterback uncertainty on both sides. Juice three for the Raiders on the road at the Bears. Total is now 37.5. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank, please, on this game. Yeah, and the, the total movement is uh we've already had like a lot today on this game this was like 40 and a half 40 before the fields stuff came out because we knew garoppolo maybe maybe not but we didn't have like any update on fields kind of looked bad but you weren't really sure i've got 40 and a half the total now 37 and a half i just uh i think the side and total are both really interesting they're probably not like are they interesting if garoppolo plays like okay garoppolo plays we know it's bajent or we know it's not fields at least and uh if it's garoppolo I, I think this is probably just like the right number in the game. You have Garoppolo playing with an injury too, which also means like, do you bet his unders on player props? The guy's so fragile. Like, do you bet his unders on player props? Like, how is this not Josh Jacobs 43 carries for 97 yards or something? Like, how is it not that in this game? And then for the Bears, like, maybe with a week of prep, it'll look a little better than it looked in the closing kind of, uh, you know, drives with Minnesota. It's just like, how many points are they scoring in this game? Like, what is a reasonable point projection? If it's if it's Garoppolo, I'm okay with not betting, like, a th- between three and three and a half. Like, I'm okay with that. I think it'll go up if he plays to be more than three. I mean, if the Vikings were going to be three, then, like, the Raiders are definitely Raiders better than the Vikings right now this year. Like, they almost have to be. Uh, with no, the no Jefferson Vikings, I should say. And, uh, and so I think the Raiders will be more than three. I'm okay with all of that and wouldn't try to get ahead of anything. If it's Hoyer or O'Connell, I mean, this is another game. And we saw these really clunky, bad, low-scoring field goal fest games. Like, how, how are they How are they getting to 40 in this game? And, like, what's the strategy for both teams? And they, you think it's Bajent drops back to pass 50 times against Max Crosby? Like, that's what's going to happen? And you think, it's, you think Josh McDaniels is going to take every opportunity to try to salt the game away from the first quarter onward? Like, you don't think that's going to happen? I just, the the thing, the only thing about the total that would make me nervous is, like, the Bears' defense hasn't been very good this year. And maybe they, like, I just allow a lot of points to the Raiders almost by accident. Like, explosive plays and Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. It's another just, like, dead under, like, Thursday night quarterback kind of look for me in terms of this game. If it's Garoppolo, three, three and a half, sure. If it's someone else, something with the bears maybe but i mean like that means you're also betting your money on tyson bajen so i don't know if i have a lot to offer there either um maybe we can at least we won't know for sure but maybe we can try and get ahead of this let's have a conversation about it like what we think would happen um 
And for what it's worth, like Roshan Johnson will likely be back for Chicago, so have a little more juice in the run game, and it looks like it'll be Bajet. It does not look like Fields will play. Let's say Jimmy Garoppolo is out. When Garoppolo missed a game, like didn't like leave a game, like during the game, when Garoppolo was out for that game against the Chargers, Josh McDaniels went to the rookie out of Purdue, AOC, the squad, the Green New Deal, Aiden O'Connell. Who do you think he McDaniels would start in this game? Hoyer or AOC? Hoyer. Probably. I I agree, like thoroughly. Like they're three and three now. I and I think like for your underlook here, Ken, which I agree with, by the way, I think you would much rather have Hoyer. You know what Hoyer is. Whether like maybe like O'Connell plays and he's awesome and like he gives you a better accounting for himself than he did against the Chargers, a little more unknown there. If it's gonna be Hoyer and Bajent and the total's gonna be like this, no way. Like you joke that maybe the Saints Jaguars total should be thirty-four. If it's Hoyer Bajent, like what should the total actually be in this game? Probably yeah, probably like the same. Because, like, at least, like, the defenses in the other game are better than these two. That's the other thing. Like, That's the fair. Saints and Jags defenses are both better than these defenses. I just, yeah, like, uh, lo- lower than this would be a good place to start. And I know it got bet down, like, three points already. Like, I'm not the first one to say this. Everybody was kind of thinking the same way. Like, God forbid you have wind in this game, too. I, I just, and, like, the, the the profile of the coaches involves. Like, I just, like, you're giving, you're giving, if, if it's, like, let's say Garoppolo plays, you're giving McDaniels like he's going into the game knowing he has a huge advantage. What do you think he does in those kind of games? Like, what do you what do you, what do you think this is going to be? <laughs> like, this is he's going to be dying to have Carlson out there kicking forty two yard field goals in in Soldier Field in the wind. He's going to be dying to have that happen. I, yeah, I just I know these are like uh, kind of like obvious takes on two games. Like, oh, backup quarterbacks under very original. Be like, well, make the case for the over then with these setups. Like, yeah, you could have backup quarterbacks against bad defenses and, like, really bad defenses and, like, reasonably well-coached teams. That's not this. This is a disaster. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I just don't have any news that, like, no, like that everybody else doesn't already have. Like, I read the same things everybody else reads, so I, I can't, I guess, bet this yet. But it, it would only be the under. And I, don't, I, I honestly don't think I could come up with an angle to bet the side if you gave me any combination of anything. All right, so let's say Jimmy Garoppolo's out. And it's confirmed that Justin Fields is out. And let's just say it's Hoyer and Bajent. What's the spread of the game, in your opinion? What's, like, the correct number? Is it three? It's probably this, like, three, but you have to pay a lot for Vegas. Wow. Yeah, I, I think I think I agree. I think I just agree. I, gu- I guess. Yeah. Really tough. Real, honestly, like, a tough game to figure out. I, I, usually I like games like this. This is almost too much. <laughs> like this is almost usually I like, oh, there's like a lot of interesting news things going on and there's a lot to think about and a lot of stuff that's new being thrown into the mix. I think this is almost like this is too much. This For is now. just I, I can't like my this hurt this like hurts my moment. brain to try to process. I'll put it this way. Have a hard time visualizing a high scoring game would be a good way to put it. Are you um ready to live in a world, potentially? In a world where the Las Vegas Raiders are 4-3 and three after seven games. Like, one week from today, we could be living in a world where the Raiders are 4-3. and three. Like, it's very possible. Like, they've actually projected yeah, so to be likely right now. Their updated win total, I believe, is 7.5. And, and uh, it was 6.5 for a while. And then I think when they won yesterday, it went to 7.5. I'm sure the juice is different in a bunch of places. If they win this game, like, you might get 8.5, maybe. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe like eight and a half juiced way under. And I mean, you can sign me up for the under in that 
all day once they get through this game. Like, I just, how many, like, kind of shamrock lucky games can we get thrown here? Here's the Patriots at the lowest they've ever been in their, like, franchise history almost, at least for, like, the last 30 years. And then, like, here's Tyson Bagent. Like, here's how you're getting these wins. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, even know if we're pronouncing his from. name correctly. We talked about Who this cares? before the show. I heard, like, nine different right. announcers <laughs> say his name nine different ways yesterday. Like, Bagent, Bagent, call him a double Bagent. Tyson, Bajant uh, man. Double <laughs> oh seven, the number of points that will be scored by his team. Uh, I just like the, I mean, yeah, they're going to be four and three, but I don't know. Like, what if I told you if they win this game and I told you the win total was eight and a half, what would you do? I would uh, knock over women and children to click the button on the under. Right. Maybe that's just what we hope happens. Uh, the more I think about it, we'll we'll do more on it tomorrow and over the course of the week. If it's if it's Hoyer, oh man, no, I can't do it. I'm thinking, I think the Raiders might slam them. So we'll see. Possible. I just are the Raiders going to slam anybody? I mean, I just you know they uh, they yeah, they, they had the but like they have the Patriots yeah, but, at home. The Patriots are running yeah, Malik Cunningham out there to do stuff. Yeah, it's, it's Belichick and it's Mac. This is Eberflus and Tyson Bajen, to be fair. I I I don't know if I can I mean you you but you say Belichick like it has this reference. The guy lost like 80 to nothing for back to back weeks. Like that team went in and still made the game close. Like this team I, I don't know, man. What this game like breaks my brain, honestly. I think I would just root for a low scoring game. Okay, and uh, I think that's something we should probably bet on as we approach Sunday. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Uh, handicapping Week 7 in the NFL with pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Uh, another quarterback game for us to discuss. We'll see the Cleveland Browns off one of the most shocking wins of the season. Uh, I know, I think you have like a good amount to say about that, right? The Browns 49ers game from yesterday. Um, but P.J. Walker and the Browns, 19-17. Mad-Eye Moody misses at the end, and Cleveland gets a huge win to move to 3-2. and two, And they travel to Indianapolis to face a Colts team stymied by the Jaguars, guarded Carter Minshew turning the football over a bunch of times. And uh, we don't know who Cleveland's quarterback is going to be in this game. Will Deshaun Watson come back? Is it going to be P.J. Walker for another week? Like, I, I think it's kind of up in the air. And, um, Ken, to me, this looks like an in-between number. Curious your thoughts. With Cleveland, like, close to being a two-point road favorite at Indianapolis, the total is sitting at 39. So pen, pencil, blood, or blank in your early thoughts here on the Browns and the Colts. Obviously, we don't know who Cleveland's starting quarterback is just yet. Everybody enjoying the week seven handicap so far, by the way, here's uh Lawrence may not play. Garoppolo is probably out. Fields is definitely out. Uh, we don't know if Deshaun Watson's coming back and the Colts are starting Gardner Minshew because Richardson's already hurt. And wait till we get week to the seven. Giants commanders game where we get to have the yeah. Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor conversation, which is going to be really fun. Also, I just uh, like, really? Like, the, I, like, the, like this, this is what it's come. We're in only in week seven. This is what it's come to. I mean, you're, you're right that it's a halfway number. I don't even know what it's halfway between. Like, cause the, the markets that we've had for Cleveland have been so distinct so far this year. Like, again, think about it, like ton of credit in the market when Deshaun's playing and healthy rated as like, not the best team in the league, but like a, maybe a second tier kind of a team this year a team. There's like 10 win total likely to make the playoffs. That carries a big rating with it. And then you get the Niners game last week and the Niners are like the best team in the league. Sure. But like nine and a half on the road is like a comical, like extreme gap between two teams. And because it was like, well, it's PJ Walker. Like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen in the game? And uh, so I don't, I think we have really bad ideas about like what even the tentpole t point spreads are 
with Watson and Walker again now. We have like one game of Walker and it was that, whatever that was. And then, and they won. And then we have like the Watson stuff, but he's going to be hurt. So like, I don't even, I have a terrible idea about what the two spreads would be with one guy or the other. So like, sure, we're halfway, but I don't know what we're halfway between. It, is this another just like dead under game? Steichen. They went over again yesterday, by the way. Yeah. And, and went over by like a billion points also. Yeah. Uh, I know because I bet it and I needed it and it was awesome. On the other side, we'll do more on the Browns and Colts. And we've got some breaking news as it concerns the Bills-Patriots game Sunday in Foxborough. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Blitz coming. Walker has it blocked. Lofting far sideline. Cooper. Oh, what a catch! Amari Cooper! Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. The outstanding Kevin Burkhart with the call yesterday. What what a ridiculous game with the Browns and the 49ers. P.J. Walker made some plays in the big spot when he needed to. Amari Cooper with a couple sensational catches. Brock Purdy, like, looking mortal, basically, for the first time since he uh, since he was at Iowa State, I guess, right? Well, I guess it was also, yeah. you know, the NFC Championship game where he blew his elbow out on, like, the first play of the game or whatever. But, like, <laughs> that, that... Wait, are we blaming him? Are we blaming him? I guess looked mortal, though, to use the phrase that you use. I guess that makes less. He did look, also, like... he did look mortal. Trent Williams gets hurt early. Debo's out. McCaffrey gets hurt. Like, it's just... At some point, like the dam just breaks to a certain weather game at their place. The defense is great. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, that's, and they still almost won the game. It's worth noting for all those things. Drake Greenlaw didn't even play. It's worth noting, like, they, they still actually almost, sh- I, I should have won or almost won. Uh, and just, you know, maybe we'll get to Monday Night Football next week, today. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. If, it, I almost like don't even care if McCaffrey or Debo play. If the number is going to be below seven, if it's going to be like Niners minus six and a half or six, I, I will gladly lay the 49ers and live with whatever the outcome of the game is. But we'll talk about that tomorrow, maybe at the end of the show coming up today. But for now, we continue P squared, B squared with the Browns and the Colts in Indianapolis. And Ken, we were kind of like joking before we went to break, like another game with a lot of quarterback uncertainty. This uh, with Cleveland, will it be Watson? Will it, like, it's not going to be Watson. I said maybe the under in the game. Um, I do think that if Watson's going to play, I think the point spread of the game has to be at least three, maybe a little more. I actually think I, I would lay the Browns if, if Deshaun Watson were going to be the quarterback and we got like a positive report about his shoulder. Not like, oh, he's coming in and he's like 60%. Then I don't really have a lot of interest. But if we get a good report on Deshaun Watson here, I, I, I think yesterday is what Gardner Minshew is going to be. Like he's he's fine as a backup quarterback. Now he's got to play every week. I, I feel like the wheels are going to come off for the Colts here. And I'm not suggesting they're going to get blown out or be like an embarrassment. Just that I don't think they're going to win that many games now. And I, I don't like them in this game if Watson's going to be the quarterback, but still have a lot to be figured out. Yeah, I mean, Steichen coach of the year feels like it's kind of circling the drain a little bit. Win this game, maybe get back on the radar a little bit for that award. Um, yeah, they just feel really low ceiling. And uh, and, I, and I know I brought up, <clears throat> excuse me, I know I brought up in the last segment, just like all these quarterback games, just a word on teasers because we've done two, three games that have qualified almost already for these like six pointers, you go like two and a half to eight and a half or one and a half to seven and a half, like these dogs up. And I think people are going to see these low totals, 39, 37, 38, and be like, oh, teasers. 
like one and a half to seven and a half with a low total game just rip like my advice here is like literally don't tease any of them and the reason for that is that you're what you're trying to do when you tease is you almost want to like identify situations that have no volatility on them <laughs> like where the point spreads rock solid and like it's we have so much data on the teams we know exactly what that number is supposed to be and then i want to tease away from it because i think that's like a perfect point spread like i think we have so much information about what the difference between the teams is that now i want to pay this tax to tease away from it because i gain a lot by doing that and so i almost want to identify situations that have like no volatility these situations have as much volatility as anything you could possibly we don't know anything about any of these guys tyson bajent you want to tease that game lose 50 to nothing win 50 to nothing those are the outcomes that are possible like who knows against brian hoyer and the goal is you want to tease like pj walker on the road and you don't know what that's supposed against gardner Minshew. <laughs> like, and the idea is like well i know exactly what that point spread's supposed to be tease you know and i know i'm sure the thought will be like well yeah but like low total like they're just backup quarterbacks so they're bad man like i think when you have this many games with quarterback weirdness on both teams that's that's when I'm just like, there's a ton of volatility in those. I don't care how low the totals are. There's so much volatility in those games. We don't know anything. And if we don't know anything, I don't want to tease. So like, I'm with, if I had to pick a side of this game, the Browns defense is not even close to the best thing going in this game. I mean, it's not even close and they're facing Gardner Minshew. So like, I don't know if Cleveland's going to score a lot. I still think they're going to have trouble a lot on that side. But yeah, like if I had to bet the game right now, yeah, I'd, I'd bet Cleveland's. Like, I, I think they're better than this number even with but i but i i don't think pj walker is like it in terms of you know some blowout for cleveland in the game all right you better you better here with nick and ken magnificent football monday the whale capper drew dinsick joins us next hour all our bets for tonight coming up in the final hour a power hour of the show but for now we continue our handicap week seven in the national football league and uh let's move now to Foxborough for the Bills and the Patriots where New England speaking of circling the drain uh Patriots Jeez. lose and don't cut I mean just like as bad as it gets. The Patriots are one and five and entertain a Bills team that probably should have lost on Sunday night, but credit to them. They pulled it out. Josh Allen with the late touchdown to give them the lead, and then they get the goal line stop against the Giants. So uh, no matter by hook or by crook, no matter how it happened, the Bills end up winning the game. And obviously these wins matter a lot in the division they're in and in the conference that they are in. Um, I will give the point spread for a game for the game in a second, but we have a couple pieces of injury news here, both on the Buffalo front. Um, Bills head coach Sean McDermott saying that Josh Allen is day-to-day -day right now with a shoulder injury. Remember Allen last night had to come out of the game for a little bit, and like Kyle Allen came in, and like maybe he was being checked for a concussion. Also, I feel like Allen's like always dealing with injuries, so he's day-to-day -day right now. I, I think like he's probably going to play in the game, I'm sure. Day-to-day -day on Monday, the game's on Sunday, but like maybe he might not be at 100%. He played a lot of last year with his elbow injury, not at 100%. And this one matters less, but just like because it just crossed the wire. Dalton Kincaid remains in concussion protocol for the Bills. Not that it matters. Dawson Knox would just play tight end. Uh, the point spread in the market right now, Ken, at BetMGM at least, and I don't know if it's moved elsewhere off of the Allen, like, shoulder injury day-to-day -day news, is Buffalo, like, right up on the edge of 10. Bills minus 9.5 on the road at the page. I mean, this is like, we're, we're talking like bottom basement ranking here for New England. Bills 9.5 on the road at their place. Total in the game is 42. Uh, pen, pencil, blood, or blank. A very interesting point spread. Uh, side and total market here for the Pats and the Bills. Yeah, I know the crazy part, though, is uh, just because of how the Patriots have been rated even the last couple weeks and how they played, 
like I didn't I I got like pretty close to this. Like I got seven and a half was my number for the game and on the road and, and we're in that zone. Just to update you on like with the Allen stuff coming out, again it's Monday and, and on Monday something you'll see sometimes is like some sports books are more reactive to news that comes out that's unexpected. And some sports books are less reactive. So some are paying attention and some aren't because it's Monday and you, you probably have some idea about the quarterbacks, but like Lawrence, I don't think, I think that caught a lot of people by surprise that didn't have like inside information. I think the Josh Allen news probably caught a lot of people by surprise. So we have seen some movement on this game. There are a couple books that are now uh, have the market open at bills minus eight is the, the new number in the market. So kind of getting closer to a touchdown, just to be honest, like, so, Again, we have another game where like, and I I, <clears throat> I almost want to apologize because I feel like we're doing all these games and I'm just like, I'm almost like, I don't know what you want me to say right now. Like, I don't know anything about Tyson Vigent. I can't offer you a lot here. And like, I can't do work on what I think that's going to be because I don't have a clue and the market's tiny. So like, there's no even extreme outcome to play. In this game, I agree with you that my expectation just right now, knowing nothing else would be that Allen plays. And I, I got to be honest, like, I, I get why the Patriots are getting bet. The old Patriots handicap used to be like, well, against the OK teams, they could hang, but against anybody with talent, no way. And now Buffalo's come into town and because Allen's hurt, the Patriots are getting bet. This kind of feels like Dallas all over again to me, where like people are going to take the like all oh, Belichick can scheme something up like he did the other time. Like, no, he can't. He can't do that. Like they're they're putting in offensive packages for a wide receiver quarterback from Louisville that nobody wanted because they're so desperate and they haven't and they solved anything yet. They don't want yeah. him either. They caught him. Also, like, it's not like they were immune from injury in yesterday's game. Ramondre Stevenson got like nine injuries during the game and finished. But like, what's he going to be on the report this week? Like, what are some of these other guys going to like? I, 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 like, I get the price crashing. Like, I get it. I would never want a new. Would you want a New England ticket in this game? Really? Like, if you knew it wasn't going to be Allen? Sure. Like, again, volatility, like, who knows? Who knows what the backups are going to be like? If he plays, like, I'm, like, I have stuff open right now being like, cool, can I, like, tease the Bills from eight to two? And I don't even care that's, if that's Allen my plays. Question. They're going to win. They're going to win. Ah, like, they're going to win the I, game. I, I don't know if I, really? I disagree with that. Yes. If Kyle okay. Allen's the quarterback, I actually, so I would you should bet, bet the Patriots, Patriots to win. Well, so if Josh Allen plays, I don't want, but if Josh Allen yeah, plays, you, and I don't want the Patriots. But you get prices you'll never get if he misses. Like you get great prices right now on the Patriots. Yeah, but I think he's gonna. Misses. But I yeah. think he's gonna play. Okay, so then we're having like a mood. Like this argument's irrelevant then. So like, well, just yeah, like if he misses. In, then... If he misses the game, I think the Patriots would win because I think like I think Kyle Allen's one of the worst backup quarterbacks in the league. I think he should tell have to change me, his last name. Tell me how you think the Patriots are scoring in the game. Uh, I would think it would be just a very low scoring game. I don't think the Bills would really be able to score either. I think the I think the Bills would be able to run the ball and the Bills would be able to do really basic stuff that the Patriots can't do and win. And I actually don't even think the Patriots are that well coached right now. Like their offense is yep. a disaster. Tough to like disagree. it's a total disaster. Off, yep. Yeah. And they make like tons it, so of like I, mental errors too and it's like who coaches this team? Like what's happening here? And and I know like the Bills defense has sustained enough injuries where they're definitely not going to be that like San Francisco level elite unit this year. Like that's just not in their range of outcomes anymore. <clears throat> You're going to roll this offensive line out with Mac Jones against Von Miller and Leonard Floyd and these guys. Really? Like, did we, did we see what happened to Tyrod Taylor last night? Like, cool, great effort. Giants also in 0.1 seconds, he's under pressure on every snap and he's mobile. Like he can get out of that stuff. Tyrod Taylor, 
Mac Jones getting out of none of that. None of it. Ten sacks for the Bills in the game. Like, not even close. You have that many negative plays? You know, penalties? How are they scoring? Like, again, like, I just, okay, Allen may not play. This is another game where I just go, great 42. I guess the Bills can score 42. I guess. But, like, short of that, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just another one of these. Like, I mean, just... How do people watch the stuff that don't bet on it? Thank God we bet on it. <laughs> like God, this stu- these games are stupid. Thank God we bet on them because, like, as a fan, a viewer, I, listen to the games we've gone through so far. Like, is this is this interesting to people that don't bet? Like, thank God we're doing this. I love the Bills teaser idea. Love like, the I Bills think they, I actually idea. think they win if he doesn't play. Like, I actually really do. They're I don't think I'm there. Talented. I think I think Kyle Allen's like really bad, but like listen, like you could be right about that. But we, I think both of but us like, think Allen's gonna play. Can the Patriots and it's gonna even be two. pressure him? Like, can the Patriots even pressure Kyle Allen? They don't even have you guys to generate pressure. All right, yeah, put that with you on out. Yep. Uh, also, also Josh, like, what crowd do you get now in these games? Well, I think you get one that's that's like ready. And it's the same handicap that we've been giving with this Patriots games. Like the first time Mac Jones like throws throws an error and pass, they, they're turning on him big time, big time. You, you give him a home field here, like at all. Almost? And also, and also, and also, also for what it's worth, uh, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, and Sean McDermott have like annihilated, but with the, with the exception being like that Monday night like weird weather game. Weather game. They've annihilated. They've annihilated yeah. the Patriots. Um, well, you said before, like, what would you need to bet the Patriots? Like, I think I would need ten to consider it. So, like, at nine and a half, I wasn't there on ten New against England, Allen, but ten against Josh Allen. Uh, I would consider 10 against Josh Allen. Would I? Because this is like, it's a conversation from last week. And then I eventually, over the course of the week, was actually like, well, I think I actually would rather lay two and a half with the Raiders than take three with the Patriots. Like, I don't know if I, I think I respect myself too much to bet on this team. I think I'm done betting on them for now. but, But I think it's like, it's this classic situation, right, where... And people, bettors do this to themselves all the time. We've been guilty of it too. I know I have. Where like the number looks crazy to you, but then you watch the game and you go like, the loser team is going to do some loser thing to not cover because they're a loser team. Like Carolina's a loser team. So like, yeah, they get up 14. Then they're they're going to figure out a way. Too soon. Too soon. They're going to figure out a way to be, to do loser stuff. Like I, it's, it's 14, nothing Carolina. And I'm like, don't text them. Like, don't text him because, like, this can still go off the rails. But, like, oh, my God. But don't text him. Don't do it. <laughs> like, because that's how – then if Miami comes back, then it's like, you had to text me. It was 14 no. Like, it was going so well. You know me well enough to know, like, I'm feeling good at that point. But I but know that the game is far show. from over at that point, too. It would have yeah. been funny for the show. Just, like, I had I had the phone open and I was, like, thinking about, like, Panthers? Question mark? <laughs> like, I thought – like, and he played better. He did play better. They moved the ball a little better than I think everybody thought they were going to move it. So, like – the loser teams are going to do loser stuff. Like the Patriots yeah. are going to find ways to not cover. They're the losers. Panthers are going to find ways to not cover. Like they're just going to find ways to lose games. So just like, this is this is another one of those, there's still this like weird mystique with like, nah, like Bellich, they're going to scheme something at home at a big, like there's definitely people that still think that. Like, do you, have you watched the games this year? Like it's not even close to what you think it is. <laughs> just They have no players left. It's done. Like it's over. <laughs> like they're they're putting an offensive plays for like a converted wide receiver from Louisville that no one wanted. Like I just <laughs> like this is what it is. Like ah, but they'll like cook up a scheme. What scheme? What is it? <laughs> like tell me what it is. I just I I don't know. I would never bet the Patriots here. Ways to play Buffalo. That would be my only thing. 
So is it like tease Buffalo now? And like, and you want to take the risk if well, it's yeah, not Josh? Eights. Yeah, there's an eight. There's an eight and a half. There's some of that stuff. Like, let's if honestly, like if he's in, if he's in and it's less than 10, I might lay it. Really uh, we're, by the way, at, at MGM, eight and a half and 41 and a half. But the other thing is, like, our sports books, and I haven't, like, done all the work on this because this has all happened during the show, three of these quarterback things. Is anybody going to let you tease anything this week? What a dangerous proposition when the markets could move a touchdown one way or another. Do you, uh, do you think that Kyle Allen should have to change his last name while he's on the Bills? <laughs> what, what do you want to change it to? Um, Kyle Prunty? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Well, there's another one, another option as well. Commander's Giants coming up next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Second and seven. Owl moving the pocket right. He's got a wide open man. That's Robinson. Packers ahead. Inside the 10. Five. Touchdown! Howell's third touchdown of the game. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Catalog. Do 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 do. Catalan. Andrew Catalan with the call on CBS yesterday. It was pretty cool to have Matt Ryan on the call of uh, Atlanta Falcons game. Matt Ryan on the call of Catalan and Tiki Barber yesterday as uh, somehow, some way, uh, Ken Barkley turned into the Joker, unfortunately, with the game going under the total with the Falcons and the Commanders. And then Desmond Ritter just, here's, here's a turnover. Here's another turnover. Here's just absolutely brutal, like, game management and timeout management from Arthur Smith. And the Falcons find a way to lose that game yesterday to the Washington Commanders. Washington wins 24-16. to Sam Howell does throw three touchdowns, as you heard in the highlight. And this week... The Commanders will go on the road as we continue our handicap of Week 7 with P-squared, B-squared. Go on the road to take on my New York football giants. Now 1-5, and five, losing in a very spirited effort, but a loss nonetheless on the road in Buffalo against the Bills. The side in total for this game currently right now, Ken, at our show sponsor, BetMGM, has the Commanders as a, we'll call it like a, in between 1.5 and, and 2, but the Commanders basically favored by less than three, and the total of the game is 40. So the Commanders are favored on the road at the Giants. The total is 40. Stop me if you've heard this one before. We've got quarterback uncertainty in yet another game in Week 7, because as of right now, I think we think Daniel Jones will play for the Giants, but he's got a neck injury, and it's one that kept him out in 2021. They say it's not the same thing. Also, it's its neck, and the offensive line's terrible, and the Texas Rangers take a... Is it three? Take a 2 nothing lead. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Yeehaw. Um, yeah, yeehaw. Uh, so we think it'll be Daniel Jones, but it might be Tyrod Taylor. Also, does it really make a difference at this point? I don't, I don't, I don't even know the answer to that question. Uh, so Commander is a small road favorite at the G-Men. Total of 40. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Just because just you're a Giants fan, I'll, I'll, well, I would ask you anyway, but especially because you're a Giants fan. Like, do you, do you think Jones is going to play? No. I don't think so either. I don't think so, Tim. Uh, so I just... I think this spreads... Like, I think the commanders do actually have to be favored in the game because of how both teams have I think so he'll far. push to play. How about this? <clears throat> if they had one last night, if the Giants had one okay. last night, I think he would play on Sunday. 
Okay. So I, I do think that regardless of who the starting quarterback is, okay, like it can be could be two, one and a half, just because of how both teams have played. Uh if it's if I knew it was Tyrod Taylor, here's like a ridiculous opinion. If I knew it was him, I think I really like the over in this game. Like I and and I you obviously like your number one concern is Giants offensive line, best unit on the commanders by far, <laughs> defensive line. Like here's Chase Young, who's been awesome. He just hasn't got a lot of sacks. He has a ton of pressures every week. Here's Jonathan Allen, here's Payne, here's Sweat, here's all these guys against the Giants offensive line. But like if it's Tyrod, actually, I kind of like this like quick passing. The commanders can't tackle at all. Like here's here's Saquon, here's all these guys. I actually think the Giants could score a little bit in the game because everybody can score on the commanders. And then like it's I I know the defense was like all in against Josh. Like they played really well in the game. The Bills didn't score very much. Um, the commanders are kind of like an over team for me in general. I'm like 40 and a half. If it's no weather, Tyrod, that's a really low number for me for this matchup. I think I would like the over the side, regardless of quarterback. If it's like not going to get to three and we're going to be in this in between range. I think maybe tease the Giants like I. You know, and I, I I know I just said, like, oh, low total, backup quarterbacks, whatever. Like, Tyrod's not Tyson Bagent. Like, we have some idea of what this is going to be. And, you know, C.J. Beathard. Like, it's not that. It's a little different. And uh, home team to eight against the Commanders sounds pretty good as a teaser leg. If it got to three, I think we would both probably have to think about betting the Giants would be my guess. Maybe you already like them anyway. But, yeah, so my first thoughts are, like, over and teaser. And that's probably it. Uh, I like both those thoughts. I like the overthought. By the way, the Giants are finally now playing like their best pass catchers, which is Slayton right. on one side, Hyatt on the other, who started to pop a little bit last night. Wandale, yeah. who like you're starting to see like really round into form, is obviously awesome. Three nothing Rangers. Let's let let's go. Yeah! Just win. Oh! Win. <laughs> just uh, just win win by a million every game and let's every just game. end this so yes. that the nl becomes this like oh how much money do we win this much or this much and it doesn't matter who wins yes 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 okay yeah. uh what were we talking about oh the Gi the giants and the commanders uh they're yeah, finally starting to play their, their best <laughs> and like and waller starting to look better now slayton's pretty yeah. good wandale's awesome high is starting to pop and oh by the way like saquon barkley and like i I do think running backs don't really matter, but Saquon's really good, and he's definitely better than the scrubs they were rolling out there while he was out. And you would think, sure. and like I guess I've said this, I want to be careful about saying this because we've done it a couple times recently, and then we get to the end of the week and just like no one plays. Um, maybe this will be the week that the Giants get a couple offensive linemen back. And as they said on the broadcast last night, and Collinsworth, I think, did a good job pointing this out, like when Andrew Thomas comes back, it like alleviates like a lot of issues that the Giants have on the offensive line. Like it's still a bad line. It's not like him coming in and you have five like first ballot Hall of Famers, but he's like, he's so much better. I mean, Justin Pugh, hashtag straight off the couch, is playing left tackle in the second half last night against Buffalo. Right. So getting Thomas back will be absolutely massive. And I wonder, Ken, if you know what it means. Well, I think we had this conversation, hashtag off air before, about okay. Giants pass rush. And like, yeah. like Thibodeau, can, they, can this Giants pass rush actually get home? 
Dexter Lawrence looked awesome in the game yesterday. Maybe Ojolari's back. If there was ever going to be a game where the Giants were going to get pressure on an opposing quarterback, don't we think it would be against this one, who's on pace to take over 100 sacks this season, who, like, walks into pressure. His offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy does him no favors with the plays that they call, putting him in, like, in like harm. It's a miracle that he hasn't gotten hurt. And I don't want him to get hurt. It's a miracle that he hasn't with all the hits he's taken and the sacks he's taken. Uh... I think the Giants are going to win, whether it's Daniel Jones or or Tyrod Taylor. So I think we lose nothing, like if you agree with me, the listener and viewer. Like we lose nothing by waiting. Maybe we get a three. Maybe it goes to a pick em. Giants won, whatever. But same thing as we're talking about right now. So let's wait here. I will almost certainly have a Giants ticket. But I also agree with you on both the, both the over and the teaser leg as well here. But I do think the Giants are going to win the game, and I'll bet them straight. Man, can you imagine if the Giants got offensive linemen back to, I mean, the over in that case is like so good. I know people are thinking like, well, why would you bet the over? It sounds like both quarterbacks are going to be under a ton of pressure. Uh, Sam Howell's under a ton of pressure in literally every game that he plays. And the commanders still find a way to score points and play over games against a lot of teams. So just like, and allow a lot of points too. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it would be the over again, like the totals work is finalized tomorrow, but just like my first thought on these games, I, I don't know if I'm there with you on the Giants unless if I can get three, I mean, easy, not easy winner, but easy bet, probably. I just don't think the difference is that large between the teams. Uh, Can I do the playoff thing here real quick with the commanders? Because I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, Just like... yes. But before oh. you do that, I, allow me yes. to say, yeehaw! yee-haw! The Texas Rangers with a 4 nothing lead over the Astros, baby! <laughs> maybe if the, if the Rangers win the World Series, maybe I'll buy us some, uh, a uh, cowboy hat and uh, and do it on the show. And do the do the twirl though, yeah. Um, the playoff picture in the NFC is like interesting is the right word, but it's almost like a bad kind of interesting. Just listen to the games that we're talking about too. Uh, everyone in the middle lost yesterday. So like, what I mean by that is uh, the uh, Cowboys play tonight. The NFC South all all lost. Atlanta lost, New Orleans lost, Carolina lost, but who cares? Tampa lost. So your three NFC South teams that were like in the mix for wildcard spots all take an L. Chicago and Minnesota were kind of at the bottom, so they don't count. Green Bay has the week off, and Seattle lost to Cincinnati. So like who benefited as a result of all these NFC South teams losing and the Seahawks losing, especially, like sort of a group of teams. The Rams definitely benefited a ton. Their likelihood of making the playoffs went way up. They beat Arizona. Uh, the commanders likelihood of making the playoffs went up. They beat Atlanta. So that's like a really high leverage game when we get to the end of the year for playoffs. And they're back to 500 again. Oh, by the way. Uh, and the Packers and the Vikings kind of improved their chances. Like if I had to ask you right now, so like we'll do this and the order of the top seeds doesn't matter. Like I know Philly lost and San Francisco lost, but like in some order, like Philly, San Francisco, Detroit, NFC South team X, like whoever you want to put in, like, I, I guess the most likely division winner, honestly, like, I think it might be Tampa still. I think that might be my most likely division. I think New Orleans well, they is going to figure New out Orleans. a way to fumble this up. Right. And they beat New Orleans think, on the road already. Yes. And I think they're going to find a way to kind of, like, mess this up, even though they're being handed a division almost based on what's happening. Uh, so, like, all right, Tampa. But it doesn't really matter who that team is, because I think my point would be, then if you do five, six, seven, I don't think I'm having any other South teams in. Because I think they're all going to no finish way. like seven and ten and eight and nine and stuff. Like I, but, but like entering last week, you would could make a case that like two of them could have made it or something. Like New Orleans could have won the division, and Tampa could have been a wild card, and Atlanta could have been a wild card. And now you're like, 
none. So it's like South winner and that's it. Okay, Dallas is the five. Like, we're sure Seattle's the six? Like, we're sure I think that? so. I don't know if they're the six, but I think they get in. They might but be I mean, seven, like, but I think they I, get in. I would not be, like, I wouldn't make that bet right now. I think their playoff odds are like minus, I think they're like minus 120 to make right now or something. I think like, that's I, about right. I wouldn't, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't click that button, though. Like, I wouldn't make that bet that they're, and that's just like slightly greater than 50%. So I just, it's like two spots now after Dallas. And that's assuming Dallas is anything, but like, whatever, two spots after Dallas, who are the most likely teams to, it's like, if we're wiping the South teams, like, is, 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 Green Bay, is Minnesota going to get one of those spots? I think it's Seattle and the Rams, the two NFC but West like, teams, and they send three, wide be, I open, think it's the though. most likely. Oh, it's wide yeah. open, but you're asking me, like, what do I think is most likely? Yeah. I think Seattle's the best team, even though they lost to the Rams in week one, and then the Rams have Stafford, Cup, and McVay, and Aaron Donald. So, like, I think that, I think they would be, like, my choice for the seven. And, and then, and then who do you like in this Rams game this weekend with that in mind? Uh, at the current number, maybe not. The opponent. <laughs> yeah, the opponent. I feel like you like Pittsburgh. So it's like, well, the Rams are the most likely to make it. Also, I think they're going to lose. <laughs> so they go. uh, it's you like, know, oh. and it was it was three and a half before. I, I do, for what it's worth, I think the Seahawks are going to win by a million on Sunday. And just I, the point, and so it's like, well, why are we doing that here? Because the commanders are a road favorite to move to four and three. Like, they might make it. Like, they really might make it. Which is insane. <laughs> like, they're just, they're not even good. But like, they really might make it. And they're a road favorite to go to four and three. Oh, by the way, the win total was six and a half before the year. Uh, I just like how we're going to have like a, a Washington Raiders Super Bowl, Super Bowl 18 rematch. Both yeah. teams could be four and three after this week. Hashtag value. Uh, coming up next, more about a, <laughs> more P squared, P squared week seven in the NFL. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.